Hello listeners, this is Paul. What you're going to be hearing here is a selection of clips, little fun bits, little interesting bits that uh, have been taken out of the Patreon stuff that me and Rosie have been doing over at patreon.com slash getobject. Um, so this is just bits and pieces taken out for what we've been doing over the course of May. I mean, I say that, I also start, I also basically put bits in from our, from a one of the Metal Gear Solid game clubs that wasn't actually in May and then by the time I'd realised it I'd already edited them in so they're there. So yeah this is what we've done in May plus something from the month before but anyway I just thought it might be cool for those of you who haven't dipped in to give you a taste of of what we're doing on on the Patreon so yeah there's bits taken out from our game club series our first 15 uh, video series that we thought maybe you might enjoy and give you, uh, yeah, just an idea of what we're doing. So if you want to hear more on uh, from any of this stuff or you, and you want to hear what we're going to continue to be doing, then head over to patreon.com slash getobject. Cheers. We are continuing our journey with Metal Gear Solid. You, you were making a noble effort to make predictions, uh, predictions just... based on little info. Yeah. So, so you, you've got, I've got three here that I wrote okay. down. You said walking around some kind of version of a light, lightly dystopian version of a city, kind of American-ish. Yes. Not really. No, not at all. No, no. But and you, you, you also said I'm going to have to do some stuff. Correct. Um, <laughs> Thank you. you said, Thank you for giving me that one. <laughs> I have a lot to say about Meryl. Don't worry. Okay. Um, she's had psychotherapy to destroy her interest in men. Excellent. So Meryl has hidden the nuclear codes in her vagina and this is like canon. This is Yeah. <laughs> she says it almost like sexily, like this is like she's yeah, drawing, yeah, yeah. like yeah. this is a sexy bit of dialogue where she's drawing attention to the carrying capacity of her like fanny. <laughs> it's so weird. Okay, so um the last thing that I did was the last boss fight I had was with a um very sad uh ninja guy um who apparently had been brought back from the dead or something um and um and i've just had a long conversation i'm just laughing because um the 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 phrase he's been brought back from the dead or something that's a very you're getting into the metal gear solid universe here i'm excited about um meeting psycho mantists Mm-hmm. who has a fantastic just the names of everyone yeah. is so exciting yeah. like it, everything is so like punchy and like yeah psychomantis like brilliant that's a name to conjure with can't wait to fight him i don't think metal gear solid is brechtian no <laughs> but i did quite enjoy i do quite enjoy this just as a similar effect i have no deliberate. idea how seriously to take it you know mm. and uh, that's actually quite an enjoyable thing half-life 2 I love yep. the the locks on the door look like they don't fit. They're like grafted on, like they they don't fit with everything around it. I was absolutely going to say, yeah, that the grafting was exactly the word I was using. Um, yeah, it's um, a, an absolutely key Half Life uh, Two mood, isn't it? The way that this imp- imposition of this occupying force, you know, mm-hmm. w- what it is upon this kind of what in its in its moments can be quite a beautiful or at least human landscape what do you make of the, of the necklace there the necklace is hideous um yeah. alex alex vance 
is um, having a whole mid-noughties moment. <laughs> There's a radio in there that looks very old-fashioned. Right. I just wanted to say that I think there's a Eastern Europe as like a space of cultural imagination is kind of perennially stuck. There it is. Oh, there it is. Yep. Eastern Europe's kind of perennially stuck in the 80s in the kind of cultural imagination. In the cultural Um, imagination of the West. Yeah. Yeah. I have completed Metal Gear Solid. The only other thing I know, which I'm very excited about is that you told me that you had cried to Metal Gear Solid which um, I'll be honest amused me a great deal Uh, so as I was entering the room one of the people I can't remember who it was it was probably Naomi was like oh can you hear that that's Psychomantis's music to music that was like non-diegetic music that was music that I was just hearing you know as like part of the soundtrack um Little touches like that throughout the game that kind of confuse the barriers between what's taking place within the world of the game and what I'm experiencing as a player. Um, yeah, the the way it, the game humanises its monsters, I think is really lovely, actually, um, and impressive. And, and again, it's that weird destabilising thing about the amount of dignity this game serves up at certain moments mm. as and, and how undignified it is at others that is super interesting that makes this a very interesting you know text yeah there's there's a like you say these people are monsters but then when they kind of when snake and them meet on the battlefield there's an idea of some kind of purity or you know what i mean there's there's both these things in there i think yeah some kind of ultimate reality to their connection as mm. soldiers you know and that they can really understand one another to the extent that snake is actually the perfect person to be there almost in a um you know a pastoral function interesting thing she did straight out the gate is that she shot meryl in the fanny did she? like she does it is so weird this game is so insane It's very interesting to me and so bizarre that you would have something that you really needed to urgently express and that thing would be Metal Gear Solid. (laughs) This completely completely insane rambling jaunt um, through the psychosexual wilderness of Alaska. You you remember when we talked about like how cognitive mapping was was trying to deal with the inability to <laughs> comprehend the totality of capitalism. Yeah, uh, in the Jones same way, it, it's or... not possible to understand the totality of Metal Gear Solid Law <laughs> in one go. That that's not feasible. So... Right. Well, I'm delighted to hear that you've been playing uh, Avenum Escape from the Pit. This is our second episode, and uh, we have specifically set you to play Avenum Escape from the Pit's demo. I've had a look through and I, I had a listen to what you, you said the first time about like the, the overall game of what you're expecting. Mm-hmm. I would say I was very impressed okay. by how much you put together okay. just from the general gestalt, I guess, yeah. of your game knowledge. <laughs> well, there you go. It did stuff with text that it couldn't do with visuals. Like I thought they were quite... Yeah, so I, I mean, I wrote one down. which just mm. says, the man behind the counter is short and heavy set. He wears mage's robe mage's robes not crisp and clean but ratty as if he'd been traveling recently and yeah like i'm not claiming like that this, this is amazing uh line from a great piece of literature but you get a, a, a great yeah. sense of the the per, like what the person looks like and what kind of person they are sometimes they because they have like 
like you can talk to them, but I've, like when you're walking near people and stuff, like like little bits of text come up. Like I walked, I walked into um, Jason's farm shop, and Jason said out loud, "I help farmers." <laughs> there we go. <laughs> okay, Jason, <laughs> uh, that's great. He's just letting you uh, know. 